Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Paychecks Business Series Podcast. My name is Gene Marks. I'm a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications that you probably know, like The Guardian, The Hill, Forbes, and Entrepreneur. But more importantly, I'm a small business owner. My 10-person company provides financial and technology management services, and I'm always in need of expert advice. That includes real-life advice from real-life business owners like myself on how they're handling the challenges of running their small businesses. And that's what this podcast is all about. So today, I'm speaking to Matt Terse. Matt is the owner, co-owner, I guess, with your wife, right, Matt? Yes, sir. All right, of Team Terse. Matt and I spoke on a previous episode all about his adventures with the economic injury disaster loans. Today, we're going to talk paycheck protection. But before we do, Matt, just a little background. Tell, tell us again, remind us again what your company does. Sure. And first of all, thank you for having me. And what you just described, adventures, the word adventures used is perfect <laughs> for all of this. Anyway, yep. My name is Matt Terse and my wife and I, my wife, Julia Terse, we own and operate a youth athletics before and after school program. Uh, we partnered with a local charter school in Charlotte, North Carolina. We worked on the business model and platform for three years and we're finally able to, uh, last summer, partner with a charter school. So we get the little kids active. We get the kiddos moving their blood. And um, it's a really nice program. The parents love it. The school loves it. We run on property at the school. Um, so we, you know, we feed the kids breakfast. We feed them an afternoon snack. And we have um, plenty of time, three hours in the afternoon, a couple hours in the morning to get the blood moving, flowing. And uh, get the kids active and healthy. And in addition to that, you run uh, like a growing and a popular Twitter account called Small Biz Warriors. Is that right? Yes, sir. Small Business Warriors was a Twitter account. I I literally um, started the day after I started following you, Gene. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh boy. Simply because I uh, you've been you've been incredible for for everyone in our group. I and I think you've seen some of the compliments, but I can't tell you how many people send me messages saying thank you so much um, for somehow connecting with Gene and and you always answer questions and a lot of them are over my head. So I just retweet them or or ask yeah. you. But we do have a great following of over two hundred to 300 small business owners across the country that have struggled great. with the loan processes from the Yeah, beginning. that's great. And and we've all struggled with the loan process. So Matt, you've got, do you have employees in your company or like are you and your wife two employees or do you just take cash out of the business? I think I touched on this last, last time we spoke, but it's just ironic, the timing of everything. We partnered with a local college mm -hmm. and we're, we're, we're onboarding two uh, students from the college to come to work for us uh, right when this hit. So officially it is, it was my wife and myself right now. Um, okay. If, if, if the pandemic didn't hit, we'd have two or three employees right now and moving right along. But we are, we are um, the owners and operators okay. of the business. But, but just specifically, do you take a paycheck out of the business or do you yes. just, you do. Yes. So you have, yes. you, you will get like a W2 from the business. You're officially employees. Yes. Okay. Yes, so you've been the further adventures of Matt Terse this time, but with the, <laughs> with the paycheck protection program, tell us um, how you're doing with that program. Did you get money? Are you still waiting? Give us the story. Okay. I'm going to make it as quick as possible. <laughs> uh, We've only got four hours. <laughs> right. So, all right. So back on April 6th is when we first started looking at the PPP, learning as much about it as we possibly could. 
and trying to figure out what, what we should do. So first instincts were we will go to our business bank. That's, a, that's our a local bank that we bank with. Made a phone call to them. They didn't have any guidelines and they said they didn't know how they were going to handle the PPP loans and basically just said, hey, call back you know, in a week and we'll try to figure this out. It was, it was discouraging. That was from mm. our own bank. Yeah. So the very which meanwhile, next, by the way, the PPP came into existence under the CARES Act, which was signed into law on March 27th. Yes. And April 3rd actually was the day that it went live for businesses with employees. So the fact that the regional bank didn't even have any guidelines on April 6th is not not a good sign. Keep going. No, it's not. And I remember we weren't the only ones um, on yep. the Twitter group. We heard a lot of uh, folks saying that the, the bank's go-to line was we don't, the, the guidelines are incomplete or we don't, mm. we don't have the guidelines. So what I did directive from you again was the next day I found a local bank, a small bank, a community bank. And I, I, I called them and we actually applied with them uh, for the PPP loan. Mm -hmm. However, I'll just fast forward on the local bank. The local bank was inundated and just absolutely overwhelmed by applications. They didn't even reply to my first two emails after speaking with them on the phone. Um, they, I finally told them that we had decided to go with someone else, uh, which I'll get to in a second, but they basically withdrew our application. They said our, our application was still in queue. They didn't have time to contact all their customers. Um, they didn't have automated email system. So I was a little disappointed with that as well. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really frank. I'm, I told them, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't need an automated email. I just needed a response to the emails I sent trying to get the status sure. of the loan. So, sure. so we moved forward another day or two from that. Um, so we're in, we're in April 7th, 8th territory. And I saw that you had been posting, I believe it was you, so correct me if I'm wrong, about Cabbage and Lindio. Mm -hmm. and, and Lindio actually started following us. I'm not sure if Cabbage is, they may be as well now, but um, Lindio started following us. So we applied with Lindio on around 4748. And we submitted the entire application. And I did not hear anything back from Lindio until about 4.15. So about a week, okay. they sent us emails letting us know that they received our information, yada, yada, yada. If, there, if, you, if there's additional information needed from us, they will contact us. We'll get a phone call from a rep. That didn't happen right away. So my wife is very persistent. She got back on the phone and started speaking with Lindio. And this is some of the advice I'll give later if you like. But um, long story short with that, we ended up being able to talk to a speak with a director at Lindio rather right. than a rep. We, we had previously spoke to two to three reps and we were just getting the same lines, you know, and I know they were overwhelmed also, but they, they, they were trying really hard in the beginning. They just were not, the communication was broken down again. So we, we ended up with a director at Lindio. Now the director took our application and started babysitting it a little bit for us. So Probably two days later from that phone call with the director and the emails with the director, he paired us with a lender. So that lender immediately sent us an email saying, mm -hmm. hey, we, ha we have your information. We're processing your application. 
be on the lookout for emails from us. So then Lindio, let me let me interrupt you for a minute, just so okay. for for those listening, you know there are online lenders that you can process your paycheck protection program loan directly with them. Ones like uh, On Deck Capital, Cabbage, uh, QuickBooks Capital, uh, PayPal. Lendio is um, has relationships. Uh, their job is to sort of find good financing arrangements for their customers. So when you say they connected you with a lender, it wasn't Lendio itself that was going to process your application. It was one of their partners, one of their correct. lending partners that that took over and took the ball from them to run with it. Okay. Yes, correct. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, right. and, and I will say during that time, we were receiving emails from the lender as well as Lendio, which good. I appreciated just an update. It wasn't any you know, groundbreaking news, but they were letting us know that we, we have it, we're working on it, um, right. which, which was really good. So then around, um, I want to say four, poof, back April 20th-ish, we received an email from the lender that said, you now have a loan number or application number. Okay, right. so we had a loan number application number. Now, what happened was, I'm be I believe you probably have the hard dates, but right around there was the time 420, 420, somewhere in there, um, that the the funds ran out. I'm not yes. sure what that date was. The, the right. original funds ran out. Right. right. Now, now that started uh, getting me thinking like the EIDL situation, which was now what? Do I reapply <laughs> or, or where do I stand now? Uh, the lender emailed us and told us that our funds were reserved after we received a loan number. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you about that as well. But uh, so we, we received a loan number and an email saying your funds are reserved. Even though the funds ran out, you do not need to reapply. Your funds are reserved. You should see the money with the next, after the next bill signed. Okay. okay. So the next day, which was April 24th, we received yet another email from the lender stating that they had 10 days or less to process this loan. Now, okay. I don't know, maybe you can, you can tell me a little bit more about that 10 day number because, <laughs> okay. right. so 10 days or less. Shortly after that, we received another email stating that the 10 days was being extended and that although they're not going to be able to get this done in 10 days, they used a term, and I did not write it down, Gene, you, you probably have it, but they used a term that it, it would not be dissolved or, or it would not be uh, wiped out from our, we, we wouldn't have to start over after. Okay, after okay, fair sense. enough. Okay, right. so, uh, well, then we started calling the lender that was provided to us via email. They don't answer their phones, and they later came out and said, basically, they can't answer their phones. Okay. So the last email, yeah, I know it sounds it sounds crazy, right? I mean, I can't make this stuff up. They <laughs> they can't answer phone that many phone calls. So your phone, the phone will literally just ring and until you hang up. Which so what happened next? It's so, unbelievable. This is an yeah. unbelievable story. It, so the next the next email we received looks very similar to the one I I just described, and it simply stated, we are still processing your PPP loan. Okay. You should receive a phone call and or an email from a representative at our bank so they can finalize your loan process. Okay. And that was Friday. <laughs> 
And so here we are Monday. No call yet. No call, mm. no email. Mm. So you know what I'm going to do, which is get back on the horn again yeah. and probably call Lindio and the lender and just try to get a little bit of a better status. I've gotten so what good you news need... on Twitter today from other folks saying they they have been processed. But... Yeah, so they, the, the loans did start getting processed today. You need to get on the phone. As soon as you and I are done with this conversation, you need to get on the phone, back with the lender again, and they need to confirm with you that your loan has been submitted to the SBA. Because the next step would be that the SBA approves the loan and issues what's called an E-Trans number. That's the SBA's loan, internal loan number. Okay. And that basically means you're going to get your money. Now, the money not, might not come for another seven to 10 days after that. But that E-Trans number, is that, that's the golden ticket from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You know, so, <laughs> okay. you've, so you need to make sure, and you're one of the biggest takeaways of this whole ordeal. A lot of business owners that I spoke to during all of this, I mean, they, you know, Matt, they just, they, they gave up or they stopped following up or they, they stopped pursuing. You have not given up, have you? No, sir. No. And I will not give up. I, I don't have a choice. And, and I, I think we talked about this last time, but there are so many people that have given up on yeah. Twitter and, you know, these groups and, and just said, I, they've said, I'm getting the runaround so badly that, that they want me to quit. And that's what I'm doing. I've had people reach out to me on direct private messages saying I've lost everything and I, I can't, I can't do anything now. I've got people behind on all kinds of their personal uh, bills, rent, sure. um, everything. And they're, and they're done. They said, yeah. we're not going, we're not going back in the business. I, yeah. And these are people that have worked like they've given everything like we did. We gave everything, everything we had to, to make this work, this business work. And you know what? That's, that's dangerous. That's puts people in a really bad place mentally, emotionally, and obviously financially. And it bothers so Matt, me. In the, in the, in the minute or so that we have left of this conversation, what have you learned and what advice do you have for people that are still in the process right now of applying for this loan or for any aid from the Small Business Association or the government? I don't want anyone to stop. I, I want everyone, we're all at home basically. I want everyone to continue calling the lender, calling the SBA, whoever is involved. You, you have to keep calling, emailing over and over and over again until you grab their attention. What I feel like personally is that the super small businesses like myself have been kicked to the back burner and that a lot of big businesses, big small businesses have been taken care of. Um, relationships with banks, people with good relationships with banks. That's my personal opinion. Mm. I, I, may, I may be wrong, but it feels like the larger size businesses have been taken care of. And there's plenty of folks in my boat, two, two employees, 10 employee, employees, that have not received a dime that, and yeah. that, that deserve it, that qualify for it, I should say. They qualify per the guidelines. So I ask you, Gene, <laughs> is it possible that the, that the smallest of small businesses are, are, are being held out for a bit? Well, there are certainly a lot of allegations to that point. And you know, we're not gonna really find out until, uh, and there's been some lawsuits filed, uh, but we won't find out the facts like anything else for months and months after this. Um, and yep. your feelings may be uh, validated at that point in time. But you know what? That, that's neither here nor there, Matt. I mean, in the end, um, you've got to fight and get what's good for you and what, what you deserve. 
and um, you want to pick up the phone, you want to stay on top of this lender, um, you want to make sure that the that the loan has gotten through, um, you know, and so that you can get the money that you deserve. Uh, for another conversation for another day, but here, you know, on, on this podcast with the Paychecks Business Series, we've talked about some tax credits that are available to people who did not get the Paycheck Protection Loan. So I want to make you aware of that, and I'll be tweeting out some information about that as well. So in worst case scenario, whatever you and your wife are paying in in federal taxes can get reimbursed back to you as well. Okay. So um, that's I appreciate that. Keep in mind. And well, Matt, I appreciate you as well. Uh, the story continues on, and we may very well have you back to continue on with this saga and see what you've learned. <laughs> and I hope, um, if and when we do, uh, the you know the conversation is a happier one that you've received funding and that you're still up and running. I, the, the, the only good news I can tell you is that your overhead is certainly low. So that's, that's <laughs> you're correct. Right. So yep. you, you can have a little bit longer lifespan than, than a little bit businesses out there a little bit. And, um, all I can tell you is just eat a lot of kale and, um, try and <laughs> cut back on, you know, on, on any excessive purchases. No kidding. <laughs> now I know your secret. You're working 24 <laughs> seven. I, I'm getting notifications from you at two o'clock in the morning. Kale and coffee. Kale and Amazing. Coffee, so. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Matt, I can't thank you. you Matt Terse. From our group. Can't thank Matt Terse, owner of, of Team Terse in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you. I mean, just really great story. And I'd like to hear an update on that sometime soon. Everyone, for more information about what we discussed today and other coronavirus questions and topics, please visit the Paychecks COVID-19 Help Center. The address is paychecks.com forward slash coronavirus dash resources. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to you, Matt, for coming on and telling us your story. Um, some of the, the takeaways are, are really important. And the biggest one is you gotta be persistent. So thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. This podcast is property of Paychecks Inc. 2020, all rights reserved.